Hello, and I'm Leland Radburn. And I'm Vincent Bondi. And welcome back to Subcon Serenade. It's Yay. been forever. We're back. We live, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, did anything interesting happen while we were gone? A few things. <laughs> um, what have you been? What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing with this uh, this chump online. Um, uh, his name's Vince. Uh, he he oh, records man, this he guy. records this podcast with this other chump, uh, oh, and they they play they play Overwatch a whole bunch. They're terrible. Oh yeah, that. I they hear call... I hear I hear bad things. I hear terrible things about that game. <laughs> Worst game of the year. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm, I'm freaking a, I'm I'm enthralled with that game. I, I have not game. seen that much dedication from you game wise in some time. Maybe Adventure Island. <laughs> play a lot of Adventure Island. Um, my my Adventure Island, uh, my love for that game. <laughs> I love that yeah. my 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 two top tier games right now. I'm like one of the biggest games to ever be released, and then a little rinky dink game from 1980 something. <laughs> those hey, are, those... you shut your mouth. Adventure Island's good. It's a <laughs> oh, good I, game. I, oh, I, Thanks, I love that soft. Game. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, yeah, and just you know, for the for the listeners at home, I, we were well, we were of course being sarcastic about the quality of Overwatch. I'm not kidding. Leland plays a lot of Adventure Island. He's <laughs> have you beaten it? Have you beaten it yet? No, no, I haven't. You've gotten close. Gotten I know clo- you've gotten close. Well, there's a there's a part in Adventure Island where you're really reliant on your axes, right? Your or tomahawks. I don't know what you call them. Stone, whatever. Your your projectile. Yes. And those. when you when you die in the game, you lose all your power ups. And there's a part where uh, you get down the line to like world six, and if you lose that power up, <laughs> you cannot progress because you need to t- be able to defeat like a row of enemies, and you can can jump over them, but it's just so so difficult. Very very difficult. Yeah. My my love of like Adventure Island and Overwatch. Reminds me of your. I feel it's like equal of your love of like Destiny, because oh, that's, that's yeah. the game I played. Yeah, with I, you. I've probably logged as many hours in Destiny as you have in Overwatch. It's disgusting. I I'm appalled personally by how much I've enjoyed that game. I I wasn't expecting to, but I was. Now either. it's been like three years, and I'm still playing it like any day that I can, any chance I get. Yeah, uh, I have all the things. I have all three of the the characters and. All their subclasses are leveled up, and I'll get into conversations with like you or Sean and uh, Olivia, my girlfriend. Is just she's just like ever. This is the worst conversation I've ever had to hear because I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm like the sub singer subclass, and you know, I I use these things, and then like this item like levels up this. Except I get really specific, and it sounds way worse. You could just like or better. I imagine you you talking talking to Olivia and just like. Your beginning, and then in in her internal monologue of you is just. Oh yeah, well it's, I don't even t- I don't talk to her about it. I'll just I'll just be like, yeah, I'm gonna go play Space Wizards now, and that's it. I leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But like, she'll overhear me conversing with you, and it's just the dumbest things it, come out of my it, face. It's dumb when I hear it from you because I'm not invested in, in it as much. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not invested in it as much as you are. And when I I hear it, I'm just like, wait, what is that thing? It's like, you know, that, that one mission with the with the spoop-de-doo and he's got he's got bloop-de-doo and, and 
and we have to get the thing from the thing. And I'm like, I didn't know you could do that. You know, <laughs> all these look, cl- classes look. and subclasses and all these like, like combinations of things in in uh, Destiny. I'm always just like, you always open open my eyes up to something new in that game where I'm like, I didn't know you could do that. I, there are so many little things to find. That's the thing about it. I, I, I still have moments where I'm like, oh, I didn't know this was a thing in this game. There's still modes that I haven't played. I, you know, half, not, uh, we've done one raid to completion and then I've tried my hand at a couple with one other person or alone, which is not humanly possible, except it is if you're the best space wizard ever and you're God on YouTube to. and you do a thing about it. Yeah. I'll, I'll put I'll put a link I'll put a link in, in show notes of that Ugh. video you showed. There's a video where it was a, a team of six 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 people in a raid um, and there are these really difficult missions and this team on they put a compilation like an hour long compilation of every single raid completed in that game without firing a single shot from their guns. All yeah. sp- all supers, all gr- all grenades, all melee. It's just <laughs> I suppose I suppose we should clarify too for the uninitiated. Right. Destiny is a first-person shooter right. slash RPG. Same with and Overwatch. The raids are like shooter. the big, difficult quests, but there's like puzzles to solve and stuff, and they're very epic. But you need to have six people to do them, mm-hmm. and that's a little difficult to put together. And I don't want to get too excited about Destiny Two on this right now because I'm sure it'll come up again soon when the demo comes out, but uh, or the beta rather. Right. But uh, the it sounds like in the second one it's going to be a little bit easier to team up with people. It's going to be a little bit more social oriented, which I'm excited about because I live far away from all of my video game playing friends and Destiny. And Overwatch are two of the ways that I like connecting up with you guys. Yeah, it's it's an awesome way. But both games are they're both first person shooters, but they couldn't be more different. I mean, yeah, it's I'm I'm really excited for for Destiny Two. We're not I, I won't get too much into it. We need to get the show starting. But I'm really excited because it's going to be the console game that was designed for this generation. It's not going to be Destiny One, which was stuck in last generation and then had to play catch up for this generation. And when it finally was like finished, it still didn't feel complete. So Destiny Two, I feel is like going to be the. This is what we were trying to do, folks. You know, hopefully. I liked it. Yeah. So you want to get into it? <laughs> I, I like. I like that we were. Th- yeah. I, th- I thought starting off we were going to start talk so much more about uh about Overwatch, but but yeah, Destiny. No, sorry. I. <laughs> oh, you it's know, cool. It's just one is so much deeper than the other. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it is, but. No, that's not true. I mean, in terms of in well, terms of gameplay, I think I think Over Overwatch is different. I mean, it's yeah. it's a first person shooter as well. If you live under a rock and don't know what Overwatch is, right? But there are a a fighting game number of character classes, <gasps> all of which have their own sets of abilities and personalities, and not, so the variety there really kind of since, makes not it explode. Since, like, not since like Street Fighter Two have we gotten characters like that. I mean, wouldn't yeah. you agree? I mean, they're, they're Street Fighter Two characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, no, when, absolutely. I mean, you, s- you know, newer games. Like, I think even. I mean, I was looking at the the list for Injustice Two, and that looks pretty uh-huh. broad as well. I imagine most fighting games now do have generally just a massive list of guys. Oh yeah, I mean, a lot of rosters are just huge, especially with all the DLC. Yeah. All right. Right, now let's so, get into it. So, that reminds me about oh. anything else that we could talk about instead of that. M- music? 
music and the the reason why we're here is to play video game oh, music. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Oh, uh what was the what was that intro track? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um that was uh that was uh, what the heck from Earthworm Jim, but it was a cover by Lame Genie, uh, a cover video game cover band. Check them out; they're on SoundCloud. It was, it was great, and yeah. we love Earthworm Jim. And yeah, that, that bit in Earthworm Jim yeah. is just fantastic. I, I love how in that track they just they riff on the uh, the Muzak part. They don't like cut back into yeah. the orchestration. They just like go nuts with it. Let's get into it. Set one. What are you, what what did you bring? What, uh, what are we listening to? It's, it's my shebang. Uh, high energy stuff. Kicking it off, we're gonna start with Robocop 3 intro track from the Commodore 64. Let's go. <laughs> bleeps and bloops, I can't wait. I love bleeps. it.
that was cool. I know, a nice little... I really, I really, I love the Blaster Master Zero track. I, I didn't know that game existed until you told me, which I feel is, is something we say a lot on this show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, wow, I want to play that game. From, from what I've heard, after, after all of the Blaster Master sequels that we've gotten after the original Blaster Master, this is the one to play. People are saying that this is a good coming back to the Blaster Master that you played on NES. Because the one on NES, I feel like, is pretty... It's, I'd say a B-plus game. It's pretty darn good. Um, but it's got a lot of problems, and from what I've been hearing review-wise, is that this one fixes a lot of those, you know, nitpicky problems of the original. It's like a... I don't know if it's an... I know it's an original game, but I guess they've remastered some parts, hence the Area 1 forest track from the game uh, that we were just coming... We were coming back in from. Uh, but yeah, I've, yeah. Heard, I've heard a lot of good things too, and I love how it takes the the story takes elements from the original, where a boy's frog jumps down to a hole and gets radioactive and get, grows huge and finds a super tank, mixed with the <laughs> Japanese version, where you're like, I'm not entirely, I don't know the Japanese version story as well, but like, the tank has got like an AI, I think, and you're part of like a space exploration thing, and you're defeating like an evil space guy I don't know but they took the both stories from the American version the Japanese version and made it its own thing and I'm like that's that's awesome that's so cool that is awesome yeah I, both both sound like great concepts for a game mm-hmm. and to unify them just feels right yeah uh, so this, what were we listening to before that oh before that um, the track in the middle after Robocop um, was streets of rage the Genesis side-scrolling beat-em-up and uh, <laughs> it's, I, I was talking uh, during the break about how that song, that feel of that song is just the 80s, 80s ending and the 90s with those oh, yeah. 90s coming in. Because it sounds like like the the middle of it, the wah, 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 is, is seriously technotronic. It's pump up the jam. Especially <laughs> with those with those Genesis instruments too. Yeah. It's just perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's it's people, it's it's uh, silhouettes in a white room dancing in front of oscillating metal fans. And yeah, that that commodore blah blah, blah commodore that commodore 60 fear version of uh of uh, RoboCop 3 was also fabulous. I'm glad I'm glad you started us off with that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I wanted to I wanted to get a nice little throwback uh, set and the Commodore 64 has such a unique sound to it uh, when you would hear composers of who would work work with the Commodore 64 start making stuff for the uh, the NES they tricked the NES in a way to get that Commodore 64 sound so when you hear hmm. like when you hear like composers like uh, oh probably somebody's gonna scream at me but like I think Tim Fallon, I think, who worked on... No, 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 that's rare. That's rare. I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, yeah, those composers would, would do that, where you would get that sound carrying over to the NES. Um, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel bad. I, I brought no bleeps and bloops this time. It's all <laughs> orchestral stuff. Um, all kind of later gen things. You've been, you know, it's but, a... Uh, I like it though. I feel like when we have these sets and we go, you know, sets change up. It's almost easier to make sets sometimes because you have such a dis. You have. I feel like you tend to pick a little bit newer stuff, more or- orchestral stuff. Not to say that you don't like, you know, the the 
what we call the bleeps and bloops, but I, I think it's a good blend so we can get a taste of the old stuff and then a taste of the new. So yeah. Well, and I tend to have access to more of the newer games while I think you've got just retro heaven going on at your place and so i think that's that's probably a contributing factor as you're, well you know you're you're always one to tell me about a new a new ios games and you know just new games in general and i'm i'm that i'm the crabby guy where it's like i'm just gonna play this game until i die <laughs> says the guy who's put like 50 million hours into overwatch <laughs> well yeah that well eventually we'll get to a mm-hmm. point where it'll be like 30 years from now and that overwatch will be like you still play overwatch one <laughs> you knew. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just looking forward to a time when older console games don't kind of just fall to the wayside because yeah. the console is no longer supported. I think that's yeah. really tragic. I like that there are people making efforts to preserve those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's I want more of well, that. You because... can you can see the the effort of heck. Okay, I'll, Blaster Master Zero. The love of the original Blaster Master made Blaster Z- uh, Master Zero happen. Sure. Streets of Rage Fighting in the Street, that track, is from a remastered album. It is from the vinyl. People were into it, so people love it so much that I feel like at least elements or the or remasters of the games are coming over. But I totally hear you uh, with retro stuff being lost, or stuff on mobile, or iOS being lost, or online yeah. games being lost forever. You gotta keep it! Yeah, I mean, not everybody not everybody it can be like Nintendo and just, you know, remaster and resell their original titles over and over again. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I love parts about that, but like, like the NES Classic was a blessing and a tragedy at the same time. Yeah. And it just seems wrong that those games are that difficult to access i i'm still excuse me it's getting a little emotional uh no i'm still really kind of we all well obviously yeah we're all anyone listening you probably don't have one because nobody does (laughs) someone very generously offered to sell me like a used one for 160 dollars and i was just Uh... like "Mm, die in a fire uh, but at the same time, like, I wanted those HDMI-friendly, yeah. sort of redone, just cleaned-up versions of those classic games, because I want to, you know, I want to be able to play those with my nephews and it'll, nieces and... It'll happen. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping, I'm yeah. really hoping that we'll, we'll get a, we'll get perfect, well, it'll never be perfect, but damn near perfect emulation, because one of the worst things I find is just... Playing old stuff on new new machines, just it's on, on new hardware. It's difficult because it's yeah. not designed to really play on this. There's, yeah, I I totally feel you, but I, I feel I, I feel like there's a good amount of preservation going on out there, and it just it, it is it, it does miff me, and I know it miffs you that there's these people who hold on to the licensings for these games. It's like. When are we ever going to get a, I don't know, a downloadable version of the Super Nintendo version of Turtles in Time? When's that going to happen? Never? You know, it's like, if I'm at all. I'm thinking probably about never. Yeah. yeah. It's bumming yeah. me I out. think we've already <laughs> lamented the arcade one in an earlier episode. We but... did. We did. We did. Yeah. Uh, well, here, this coming up next is a game, uh, there is a song from a game that I love very deeply, as you know. I, I know this uh, to be your game, yeah. <laughs> this game was, it was basically the reason that I bought a PlayStation, the original PlayStation, and uh, the game has not, like, many PlayStation games held up, unfortunately. No. But, 
Um, it it was a it was a great series. It had some fantastic games on the PS2 that I do still love revisiting every once in a while. And while it still kind of suffers from some control issues and such, uh, that really for me was the golden age of it. But this this track is just. It epitomizes the first game for me, and to a certain extent, the third, uh, which was when the game started getting good again. Uh, Tenchu. I'm talking about Tenchu Stealth Assassins. <laughs> there it is. Great game. Is this the first Super one? PS kind of weird. Yeah, this is the, this is the first. This is the first. This is from the first level of the first game, back before they were like trying on purpose to do the cheesy acting, like where it just it was it was like the game equivalent of a B movie. It was perfect. Like, <laughs> Just the voice acting was so kind of cheesy and over the top, and the concept was great. It was like a historical thing, but then partway through, the plot takes a turn, and there's like this weird, like cultists and crazy supernatural stuff <laughs> happening. And you could, you know, people would sometimes complain you could just basically run through a level without touching a single guy and complete your objective. Like a ninja. The real fun in that game was sneaking through and just like taking every single person down without being seen yep. and then showing up at the boss at the end you know especially that first one and just being like your, your bodyguards body are, are dead, dead and, and you, you are, are next, next. <laughs> so okay this is I'll probably put that punish in there. the wicked merchant from Tenshu <laughs> stealth assassins oh I, I I'm, I'm looking forward to it oh we got two other tracks after that we'll be back folks
ahead. Run away. <laughs> that was good. You got the inflection and everything. <laughs> nice night. <laughs> Give me another one. Oh, uh, <laughs> coward. coward. <laughs> oh, all the quotes from Tenchi oh, were just... That whole <laughs> intro, though, for the first level, too. The Punish the evil mer merchant. It, it, it starts with... Just one of the guards just walking by going, Minister Kataoka sure likes his money. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, all right, time to go find him, yep. I guess. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I used to, uh, I used to, uh, that was one of the first, I, uh, I had just started getting into like the PlayStation and then I picked up a copy of PSM, which no longer exists anymore, but yep. it was a great magazine. Um, Joe Madureira used to do a lot of their covers too, which was great. They had some awesome ones, like uh, the one for Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver was really rad. Anyway, um, they were like one of the only people that seemed to really kind of appreciate Tenchu at the time. And I remember just reading that review and being like, "This, this is the game for me." Yeah. And then, yeah, well, you, playing you, it, I, I was I, just like, "That's it." You like being sneaky in games. I know that. You like being... I do, and it mostly comes from Tenchu. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm a big giant monster man thing, so <laughs> you know, getting to be like sneaky and stealthy, those are those are fun traits to play around with in a game. So yeah, but yeah, Tenchu was just phenomenal for that. Um, yeah, and then Wild Arms. Holy cow! I forgot how good that music is. Well, I love how we we came from we came from Ninja, you know, which is kind of like the western i mean ninja and samurai kind of the western stuff of of japan yeah and then we go to wild arms which is a japanese rpg which takes place in a fictional western world and mm -hmm. yeah it's it's wild arms has got that it's got that sound where it's just like oh this was not made in america but it was made of a proximization of what you think it sounds like and it sounds beautiful it's one of the greatest yeah. uh, video game tracks ever um, it's a pretty game too. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of uh, it, it. Its timing was a little odd because it came out just a few months before Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Kind of came in and just broke video games for a while. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it like it looked a lot more like say Final Fantasy VI in terms of you know it its feel as a game. But so nice, such a nice, fun, cool game. I've probably started that game about three times. Um, yeah. And it's not like, it's not like I don't want to get into it, but it is an RPG, and it is an RPG of a certain era where it's just like, uh, it's I, I like these, there's but so many, but there's grinding. So many JRPGs that I've started and yeah. just never, never finished. I have a confession. I have started Final Fantasy VI, aka Final Fantasy III, on Super Nintendo, probably about right. a dozen times, either emulated or an actual physical cartridge, mm -hmm. an hour every time. I'm not kidding. I'll play it really? for now. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, see, it's my... that's that. That was one of the only ones that I got close to the end to. Like, I got I got right up to the end, and then I think I think I got I think I got a PlayStation, and that was that, that was it. For, yeah, for that. Like, time for new RP JRPGs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's time to not finish Final Fantasy VII now. Yep. I, you know, I, I and Final I, Fantasy VIII, and then Second... Final Fantasy IX just kind of lost me. I was done after that. You know, I, I, I liked the look of Final Fantasy IX, but I was pretty much done with Final Fantasy. Um, I think me and a friend yeah. beat it on PlayStation One, Final Fantasy VII, back and forth. But uh, the first time I played it by myself was actually on PC, 
and I got really far into it, but even that, I mean, RPGs are long. <laughs> really long. Yeah, yeah, they're long. I mean, it, I think part of it, too, it, you know, we've kind of talked about the the whole thing where, like, older, like, older arcade games, when they made their transition to consoles, how they were still really designed to eat up quarters, even though you weren't you weren't putting quarters into your NES. Right. Um, and I, I feel like part of the the JRPG thing, like some of that length to me often feels a little artificial because oh, yeah. they're trying to draw out the value of that game in a time where there weren't a lot of games really competing for your time the way there are now. I mean, and I, I say that as someone who has dropped so many hours into <laughs> Destiny in favor of other uh, games that I really should be spending more time on. And so, I mean, you know, there there's something to be said for well, just getting to grind away. But, man, there's, random there's, damn encounters. Well, I've there's had some, it. There's something <laughs> about, yeah, the, there's something about that type of gameplay where, I mean, going back to Overwatch real quick. Overwatch, if you want, you can go online and you can play two matches, and that's going to be about a half an hour. With a JRPG, you're going to have to commit to a few hours just to get some progress. I mean, and then yeah. part of that progress... And, like, and the pacing is all broken off. up by save points, too, a lot of the time. You can't just save and step away. So there are a lot of times where you're, like, turning off the TV and just hoping nobody walks by and, like, turns the console off. Or, uh. you know, you're just kind of like, all right, well... I'm like a half hour in from my last save point, but it's time or, to go. We're losing an entire hour because of, of poorly placed save points. You know, it's yeah. it's it's not like mm -hmm. today where you're getting a save state like like the moment you climb up a ridge, boom! There's that little swirly thing in the bottom left corner saving. You know, it's like no, you have to commit to that save point. Yeah, uh, you know. They all they all have their their merits oh, and their yeah. downfalls. Oh, totally. I, you know, case in point, I, you were talking about uh, you know Overwatch, uh, something that definitely kind of inspired me bringing this in uh, the the music from Team Fortress Two. Third track, yeah. It's yeah, it definitely feels a lot like like Overwatch in terms of just you know all the different character classes and mm -hmm. kind of the personality and it's you know it's bright and colorful. It's if if you have a PC and you have Steam, which I'm assuming you do if you have a PC and play games, you should probably play Team Fortress 2. It's free now, isn't it? I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm an I old fart. I, I got it back yeah, when it costs money. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't play. The last time I played was Orange Box, so that was like what yeah. ten years ago. Oh my gosh, Orange Box was ten years ago. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah, you think that makes you feel old? Think about Team Fortress Classic. Uh, think about Wild yeah. Arms. Um, well, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about how um, the feel of Team Fortress Two really is like um, it's like Looney Tunes meets Tex Avery, that hyper violent, over the top kind of like so manly and brutal. It's it's comedic. While the humor, I feel, that comes from, like, Overwatch is more like that Marvel comic book kind of Marvel Cinematic Universe sort of thing. Where if, I mean... It's oh, the, yeah, definitely. It's more, it's more like, you get to be the hero, while Team Fortress 2 is just... <laughs> Channeling yeah, the heavy it definitely there. feels really chaotic sometimes, but... Mm -hmm. gosh, Not to say that Overwatch doesn't, but... Yeah. 
But I yeah, still that, like going back every once in a while, but I get kind of lost in all the new kind of transactional I systems with the hats and all that. I can't believe the amount. I mean, there's so many game modes and like new maps, and there's like there's horde mode. It, it, Team Fortress 2 is a totally different baby now. It's it's crazy. I, I I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it it is nuts. It's fun though. I I I played it until my hands hurt, um, and yeah, I I have no regrets. No, no, great game. Um, in fact, I like it so much that uh, we should listen to another track from it. Set three. Set three. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, coming in with um, Team Fortress Two, Intruder Alert, and then we'll be back, and then we'll be uh, be saying goodbye. Thank you. 
that stuff has a awesome bombastic spy sound to it like you you put tubes yeah. into my brain and you 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 know what i like <laughs> yep that's that's pretty much what i was going for i was like i was going through track well i remember texting you and i was just like i've got a bunch of new music for you you're <laughs> going to like it i love how how in team fortress 2 intruder alert the first track we came in with it sounds like like just it's the last track that Brass will ever play. Like, the last... Yeah. Brass! Just screaming. Yeah, like, they just threw that Brass band down a flight of stairs and, had, like, recorded what happened. And it just fits well with that whole madcap. <laughs> people getting blown apart. Heavies going... People getting ulted. People, like, just healing. and Yeah. Units flying around. Yeah. And people on fire, rockets <laughs> flying past the camera. It's just chaos. Our it intelligence really has been stolen. The, of that game. <laughs> the red team has our intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a... Uh, that that game holds up. It's still yeah. a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And it looks great. Mm -hmm. It's got that... You know, it was around that time where um, everyone was comparing a lot of... I mean, The Incredibles was such like an influencer of CG human beings that... People mm -hmm. immediately were like, "Hey, TF2 looks like a Pixar movie," and we were like, "Well, that's probably gonna look yeah. weird." And then we were that, like, "Oh no, wait, shaded kind of look." Yeah. yeah, and and then everyone was like, "Oh wait, this is the best way to do it," and going for photorealism is, <laughs> nah, it's not. But I've... you know what I mean. I, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll go on record to say like, cute and and stylized and an approximation of what a human being looks like in a game. I'll always, yep, sell it to me. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But you give me. I any... mean, it's the same. It's the same with sprite games, you know, like while that technology is definitely advanced, I still like some well-made sprites. It's not, mm -hmm. you know, it's not obsolete just because there are newer ways to do it. It's just, you know, you, you still you still can go back and do something that has been done a million times and do it well and do it in a new way. It still works, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and and that cell-shaded look really suits Team Fortress 2 really 
really fantastically. Yeah. And I mean, you can see how much DNA is shared with that. You can you can see the DN- you can too. see the cell shaded DNA of Zelda Wind Waker in Zelda Breath of the Wild. There's just a little bit of it. Really? Just like the, yeah. There's just a little bit of a like the hmm. graphical look. It's actually I feel like it's kind of a blend of that meets with Skyward Sword, which I never played, but just looking at Skyward Sword, it's like, it kind of has that in-between. Not so much the cutesy, like, big bobble, you know, pop figure head that Link has, you know, more human proportions and stuff like that, but just the kind of the colors and the shading and all that kind of had that that very soft look, you know, like fluffy See, I've seen all of five seconds of Breath of the Wild, but, uh, you know, you showed me some of it, Mm -hmm. and I just, uh, it's one of those... I'm. I, I love the original Zelda. Oh, I yeah. kind of have a hard time going back to any other one. Yeah. Although I did enjoy Wind Waker, which surprised me. I wasn't expecting to, and uh, I played some of the DS versions as well. But you, you were into what Spirit Tracks? No, you did the um the direct sequel. The um the, the uh what was it? The water it was Minish one. Cap, but that was that was GBA. GBA. And then there was oh yeah the one where they're they're on a ship and it's like a sequel to to Wind Waker. Isn't you're it? you're with the yeah you're with the guy that goes sploosh that guy like he's like your yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I know that guy that's what he's called he's the sploosh hey guy. <laughs> hey um yeah we've been going off on on cell shading in totally different games what was the second track that we played. <laughs> Um, some some garbage some that good. nobody likes. <laughs> no, we uh we played uh oh it was fighting outlaws from uh, Oddworld Strangers Wrath, mm-hmm. which is also a great game. And it, it's funny how that it's still it's still kind of in keeping with these, in as much as that it's got kind of that like you know spaghetti western feel to it, while also. I mean, some of that, some of that guitar sounds kind of a little bit spy movie esque as well. Ominous and kind of dark, yeah. What a great game! I love that game. I'm really glad. I'm really glad that Oddworld Inhabitants is is back and and, and I'm glad that making those games. Really I want to see that Quintology be finished finally. Well, the thing that always has kind of miffed me about Oddworld is I, I, I like I like the games, <laughs> but. I, I wish they were a little bit more fun to play. Um, I felt I always feel like Oddworld has got so much environment building going on, and character design, and atmosphere, and mood, but their gameplay is just not quite there yet. I feel like Oddworld: Strangers' Wrath is like one of the best games that they've done play-wise. It's a little awkward. Have going you? Th- mm, did sorry, you play? On. Did you play Exodus and Odyssey? Did you play those games? Because they were. They're great. Uh, are we talking the Are we talking the two D ones with 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 Abe? The original The original Oddworld games. Yeah. Okay. Oddworld. I think it's Abe's Exodus and Abe's Odyssey uh, are I, the first two Oddworld games, and they're. I mean, I still go back and play. I, I I do like Abe. I do like Abe's Odyssey, but I uh, if we're talking all the games overall in Oddworld. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Think, It'll make yeah. you tear your hair out. Yeah, but, I feel like you know. I feel like Oddworld's a little too unfair sometimes, and the whole way that it's laid out, it's. Uh, it's just a little hard to control sometimes. I feel like the controls are kind of fighting against you in that game. I feel like the Oddworld, the first Oddworld and all the other 2D Oddworld games would do better with like a little bit tweaking of controls. I feel like they're a little too stiff to what 
you want to do. See, and I, I know I have a I know Abe I have is a hard like I'm going back to the 3D ones now. Like, really? Okay. Uh, going back to Munch's Odyssey. I oh, mean, Munch's Odyssey no. was kind of frustrating to heck play at no. the time. But... I would not wish Munch's Odyssey on anybody. No way. <laughs> but even even like the original version of Stranger's Wrath, like sometimes I go back to it and I'm like, oh, these are definitely some previous gen controls. Yeah. You know, well, it's also the way that it handles your movement through 3D space. It's also really weird that it's a it goes from third person to first person, and third person is like platforming and like hacking and slashing, yeah. and then your first person is your gun stuff, which I, I, I love the gun stuff, it's, it's great, but it doesn't really work that well with going from third to first, it's really awkward, it just, it, it can be better. But I still love the Oddworld games, even though they're flawed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact is, I would have I would have just played five games like Abe's Exodus if it meant that I could, you know, get to the end of the story. Right. Tell me more yes, about the, Device the, 6. I watched a little bit of... I, I, the music's Device got that great spy six, feel to it again. Device 6 is nuts. It's by uh, Simogo, who... Uh, they also did uh, Year Walk, which... It's probably a little more accessible just because it's also on... Uh, it's also on on, uh, on Steam, and it's on Wii U as well now. And... Uh, but... Device 6, I think, aesthetically and, and just in terms of what it does, is my favorite. And it's just crazy. It's, it, it, it feels in part like, like a book. Like it, it's, you know, it's text to a certain extent, but we then said there's this puzzles is on iOS, nested right? we in said it. This is on, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, this is only on iOS. But if you, have, if you have an iOS device and you haven't played Device 6, it's worth picking up. Um, first of all, the music is fantastic. The narrative is really cool. It's got this kind of weird, like, sci-fi element to it, and 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 a little bit like kind of you know like it's got a creepy kind of like spy element to it. Um, you you play this woman who's like trying to escape from from this island, and you have to like solve these puzzles, but it's all like through like text and image and like sounds. So it's kind, it's kind of like your way, uh, you're almost navigating physically through the narrative. Going going into the whole spy thing and in just that intro, the way it looked, it's kind of like the prisoner. Oh, yeah. It's it's like somebody trying to escape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah. terms of that look and feel, it definitely has that kind of element to it. Honestly, like you know, check out check out a, a YouTube video of it if you want. But that, that kind honestly, of it's even better just weirdness. to download the game like without knowing anything else and just yep. go in and see what you can experience there. Because <sighs> I love it. It's yeah. good. It, it's, it sounds really cheesy, um, and it's what I've heard from reviews of Device 6, but it's like, no, you just need to experience it. And it's, it really is one of those, yeah. those games. I'm, I'm glad it's you brought really it up. It's really highly rated, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. It's, up and it's like... Yeah, it's in it's the 90th percentile for most of those rating sites. That Yeah, it is a must-play. Sweet. You want to wrap it up? Well, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, I, we, need, we should... We should um, do this a lot more we often. We should do more of these, <laughs> yeah. Not take a, a, a break of some period of time that I don't want to talk about again. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was several months, and I mean, you know, I understand. There's, there yeah. was, there's been a lot going on. Stuff. In, in, in our lives and in the world. Yeah. I'm gonna kick you out of here. Um, I'm gonna kick you Alright. Oh, oh, what else? <laughs> we should probably you do the thing. Oh, so that thing. thing. That thing. Yeah. Um, well, folks, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, you can reach us at uh, subconserenade.com. That's our website. Uh, search for us in your podcast machine. We're on iTunes. Uh, you can reach me 
Leland Radburn, at Leland Radburn on Twitter. Subcon Serenade also has a Twitter, at Subcon Serenade. Uh, Vinny, where can they reach you? I'm on uh, at NunHitWonder um, on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I link to a bunch of stuff on my website now, VincentBondi.com. Uh, making a game and some other stuff. I'll, I'll talk about that stuff more some other time when, it's looking when good. I feel I like, like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. That's the secret sound. That's I love on. that hey at the end. It's so good. <laughs> just the, <"Hey!" laughs> it's just it's distorted. All right.